Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Barefooting with Sierra. My name is Sierra Larson, better known as Barefoot Sierra. I'm a novelist, comic creator, and independent journalist, and I have been living without shoes since 2010. I created this podcast to keep my audiences in touch with all of my projects, to talk about things I care about, and to interact with the awesome people in my various professional networks. In this episode, I interviewed Arlowin Goodman, the Twitch streamer behind Gothic Unicorn 13. I'm going to break this podcast up into four parts. Novels, comics, journalism, and barefooting, each representing a different aspect of my professional life. I will give you updates on what I'm working on, let you know about any new works you can see, and keep you in the know about when I do free book giveaways on Amazon. Let's get started. First up, novels. Today is the last day to get my second novel, Red 72 Genesis, as a free ebook. Make sure you head over to Amazon to get a copy of that if you haven't already. You can read it as a standalone book, but it will make more sense if you read Red 72 first. I got the second test result from my COVID test back, and it was negative. Yay! But I am feeling pretty sick, so I spent most of the day in bed, resting, and reading. I'm reading A Diamante by Ellie Modessett Jr., It's a far-future speculative fiction book about a group of technologically modified humans returning to visit Earth thousands of years after a civil war drove them from the planet. Tensions are high between them and the humans who remained on Earth this whole time. I'm about halfway through the book, and the suspense is really ramping up. Once I've recovered, I'll get started on final edits to Red 72 Revelation. In novel news today, novelist Sharon K. Penman passed away from pneumonia at the age of 75, Her first book, The Sun in Splendor, published in 1982, was about King Richard III. My Richard is a revisionist Richard, she said of the character. He's not Shakespeare's bottled spider. To build her character, she conducted research through university libraries, searching second-hand shops for books, sending away by mail for anything she couldn't find in her area, and even moving to York, England for a time. She wrote 15 books over her career, and while she did take creative license, she maintained that around 90% of the material came from historical records. She researched her last book, The Land Beyond the Sea, by going on a trip to Jerusalem. The Land Beyond the Sea is about the Crusades, and it came out last year. According to the New York Times, Sharon K. Penman was born the 13th of August to 1945 in New York City and raised in Atlantic City. Her father, William J. Penman, waited tables and drove a jitney for a living. Her mother, Teresa Riggs Penman, also waited tables. She is survived by her brother, William J. Penman Jr. Best-selling novelist Carl Hyacin is retiring from the Miami Herald opinion column after 35 years. He will publish his last opinion piece on March 14th. Hyacin has been working for the Miami Herald since the 4th of July, 1946, first as a reporter before he had his opinion column. I've been thinking about easing off as the years went by, Hyacin said in an interview with the paper. This is 45 years in the Herald, which is ridiculous in our business. I was 23 when I started working here. I feel like I almost grew up in the newsroom. I also feel at this stage it's a good time to step away. Just because he's leaving the paper doesn't mean he's going to stop writing, though. He still intends to keep putting books out. Most writers never really quit writing, he says. I'm not really qualified to do anything else. There are lots of books and projects I'd still like to do, and I might as well do that now. Hyacinth also hopes he'll now have more time for fishing. His latest book, Squeeze Me, debuted at number two on the New York Times bestsellers list. Now on to comics. Due to being laid up in bed all day with what feels like the flu, I didn't put out a comic today. 
Marvel is still running their X-Men poll to see who will join the team in the next issue. Get your vote in before February 2nd at marvel.com slash xmenvote. In comics news today, to celebrate Women's History Month, Marvel's ongoing series will have cover art by Jen Bartel paying tribute to the women of Marvel. In the promotional art on marvel.com, She-Hulk is wearing an 80s power suit, and Emma Frost looks like she just stepped out of Elsa's ice castle. Look for all eight covers on March's issues of Avengers, Black Panther, Black Cat, Iron Man, King in Black, Silk, Spider-Woman, and X-Men. Promotional posters for Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped today. One of them was a tribute to a classic Superman comic book cover. Dan Jurgens, the artist who created that particular cover, retweeted the promotional poster with the comment, Flattered. Justice League will premiere on HBO Max on March 18th. Alright, next up is journalism. Because I'm still recovering from whatever illness I have, I didn't spend any time working on my true crime book today. I have an interview for you, though. Here's my chat with Twitch streamer Arlowin Goodman. Hi, Arlowin, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Really glad to have you on the show. Please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do. Okay. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a weirdo. Fine with it. <laughs> I like spooky things, um, but I also like unicorns and fairies. Uh, I love to read. I also write a little. Um, I like hiking and rainy days. Fall's my favorite season. Um, spending time with people, doing my hobbies. Um, where I'm from, I currently live in Virginia, and I can't remember the other one. <laughs> um, what you do? What I do? Oh, uh, I stream on Twitch. What kind of things do you stream about? Um, right now I just do a crafting stream. Um, so I do various crafts. Uh, right now I'm working on some fairy wings. I've seen some pictures on your Facebook and they look so fun. How did you come up with the idea to start a Twitch stream? Uh, I didn't actually, uh, I made friends with, um, someone, uh, through James about, uh, little over a year ago maybe maybe it was two years ago um and she streams and her a bunch of people in her community on discord were like oh you should stream that was you know like because they talked about it and um they were like you should really do that that would be that would be really cool um and so I just decided to do it (laughs) for listeners who don't know who is James James is my husband. All right. And what's the favorite thing you've had so far in your Twitch stream? What's your favorite craft that you've done? Um, Probably my fairy wings right now. They've taken a while, but I think they're going to look really cool when I'm done with them. That's awesome. Um, Have you ever had a craft that you've done on your stream fail? Like go epically wrong? Um, I don't know. 
haven't really been streaming for very long. Um, I think the fairy wings might fail in the category of it's taken way longer than I thought it would. And I've had to do some of it off camera because it just felt like if I kept doing it on on camera, it would just be so boring. I don't think people would want to watch me cut out the parts in the middle, like two days worth of streaming or painting two days worth of streaming. So, (laughs) I mean, you never know. There's, there's one Twitch streamer I follow who he's a journalist and he Twitch streams his research process. So, I mean, people, people are interested in the weirdest things. (laughs) So what have you found that your audience's reaction has been so far? Um, it's been really good. They, they like it. Um, I think it's also helpful because it's my friends that (laughs) have been watching. Um, and I also like read at the end of my, uh, streams. So like I'll pick a book and read from it and they seem to enjoy that as well so I I think they just like sitting and chatting with me because you know I'm not doing a whole lot so it's easy for me to chat good stuff what do you think it's the most important thing for someone who's going to start a twitch stream to know um good question Uh, I think just be yourself. Try not to worry so much, which I know is, like, easier said than done. Um, And don't put too much pressure on you. It it will take time for people to come to your channel. And you might have some days where it's just you talking, um, which isn't easy for some people. Like, for me, it's not easy. But... um, I think it's definitely worth it. Uh, I I did it as a sort of way to get out of my comfort zone, too, because I got to a point where I was just kind of hiding away, and I didn't like that anymore because it's not who I am. And um, it's been pretty good for my uh, confidence. So, you know, just get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> what are some other things you've been doing lately to get out of your comfort zone and build your confidence? Um, I've been doing some photos. I don't know. Is it okay? Yeah, you can tell, talk about it. Um, I've been doing OnlyFans photos. Um, and that's still not like super popular, which is totally fine. I just do it for fun because, uh, it makes me feel sexy. It makes me feel good about myself. And I've also been dressing more my style and more um just like things that show off some of my favorite things about myself and I've also been making friends with like different people in different communities um which can be really hard because you know that means you have to put yourself out there and when you've been through experiences like I have it's kind of it's difficult 
you know, because you're used to hiding away, uh, so you don't have to worry about getting hurt. Um, I'm also working on publishing a book of poetry. That's definitely outside my comfort zone. I mean, I've always wanted to publish, but I've never felt like poetry was my thing. So it, it to me, it's odd that this will be my first thing to publish. <laughs> that doesn't strike me as odd at all, because I remember when we first met, you told me about some of your poetry, and that was, what, 2007, I think. So yeah, that's that's not odd to me at all. <laughs> really? I don't remember. I I think, yeah, you probably were somebody I felt comfortable telling that I wrote poetry. <laughs> I mean, we were both in our emo phase back then, so all of us wrote poetry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know how good it was, but it was there. <laughs> oh, goodness. Those days are over. Thank goodness. Um <laughs> How has the pandemic changed how you've been interacting with people online? Um, I think it's made it so it is more online, um, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. You know, growing up, I was always told, oh, you're like, if you ever make friends online, they're not real friends. Not true at all. Like some of the best, like most amazing people I've met have been online. Um. Not to say that my in-life friends aren't amazing, you know, (laughs) but I think people don't, like, some people don't understand, like, internet friends can be real friends, you know, and um, it's it's actually been really nice because I'm, like, a people person. I need the social interaction, and so it's been refreshing, and it's also taught me that, um... I'm still kind of the same person that I used to be. So that's, it's been really nice. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Um, What is inspiring you to get through the pandemic, social distancing, social isolation? What is inspiring me to get through it? You know, keeping, keeping you motivated and happy through all of it. It's it's been a tough time for everybody. Um, I think making plans to meet some of my online friends has been pretty helpful. Um, Like a group of us have been talking about like going to Japan and even if that doesn't happen, just the fact that they want to do that is like super cool. Um, We do have plans to meet and get together and celebrate everybody's birthday with one group of friends. Um, which is like super awesome. They're super great people. And um, just having this online community, this support through Twitch and through Discord, um, it's been amazing. It's been probably the biggest reason why I haven't gone completely bonkers because I have to stay inside a lot. Um, especially now where it's getting worse and there's like more contagious strands of it. I like can't go outside as often and that's hard because I like going out. So (laughs) definitely, um, definitely important to have the people you can talk to. And that's definitely my online community. And I think that's part of why I like streaming too, is it's another way of connecting with people in a way that I can't connect with people right now. So. 
what's the situation like in Virginia? Like, are you guys on lockdown or is it kind of a free for all? Um, I know that we have, like, they want us to wear masks. I'm not sure we're on lockdown. I kind of wish we were because cases have been rising in Virginia and that, like, worries me a lot. I know you can still travel, so I'd say it's probably closer to, like, a free-for-all. Yeah, we're we're kind of in free-for-all mode here. Like, yeah, it's like, stay home, but eh, they're not really doing anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yeah, kind of, kind of wishing they would, but yeah, you can only do so much and worry about yourself, which you know, what you're doing with staying home and doing your online streams, like you said, your Twitch, your Discord. What are some of the Discord channels you like? Um, there's my friend um, Snips the Mermaid. Uh, and then um, Noisy is another one that I like. Uh, he, he does, they both do gaming mostly, uh, snips. She does some crafting. She's actually why I got into craft streaming. She's the friend that I was talking about earlier. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think, um, Grumpy Reaps. He's another one. That's really good. Pure Asian boy is another one that I really like. Um, there's honestly there's a whole bunch of them like they're all my friends so I follow a bunch of my friends um I do have my own discord too um but I I kind of like talking more in other discords because you know that there's more people I don't know if it's because there's more people or if it's just because I feel more comfortable (laughs) but yeah those are a few of my favorite ones Good stuff. Um, and who are some of your favorite Twitch streamers? Uh, the same people I mentioned for Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Has one of them been more influential than any other for your Twitch streaming process? Um, yeah, my friend Snit. Um, it, it, I would have to say if I have like a an absolute favorite, which is hard because I like all of them, it would probably be Poppy Tunes. She's a singer. She she's a music streamer, and I just like love her voice. She has a good voice, and her streams are always like super um, positive. And they're well. I mean, there's times where there's stuff that's talked about that's a little heavier, but in general, they make me feel really good. Uh, my friend Zach also streams um and he does spooky games so I really like watching those when I need spooky stuff (laughs) but um, for the influence that would definitely be my friend snips because of the craft stream that's what she started doing because she makes bath bombs and soaps and stuff so she started out as a crafting streamer so I kind of I don't I try not to copy her but I do try to get inspiration from her and when you when you say like inspiration from her but not copying her what does that look like like just kind of the same format of videos but not the same crafts or what uh yeah 
Kind of. I think it's more just like I want it to be uh, a stream where people can just chill out and um, just feel welcome because she's pretty good at doing that, making it you feel welcome and um, just like you're accepted there. And um, trying not to copy her, it's more, it's like you said, like not doing the same crafts as her because I never want anybody to feel like I'm copying them. Um, I, which I know is kind of like hard with crafting because there's so many different things you can do. Um, I mean, she's super chill. So she probably would be like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's cool if I talked to her about it. But like, there's some things I wouldn't do that she does. Like she, she makes these beautiful floral uh crowns and I definitely I definitely wouldn't do those I don't think I could do as good with them for one thing and for another thing I just feel like that's kind of one of her niches you know is her floral crowns um so mine's kind of more painting and um maybe fairy wings because I I love fairies and making these wings has been really fun so I think I'd like to um, find other ways to create them too so there's variety so hopefully that answered yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah uh what's the best piece of advice you've ever received as far as twitch um let's go with for twitch and then also in general okay um for twitch it would probably be just be yourself um because I am, I do feel like I'm a bit different. I'm a, an eccentric weirdo. Um, but I think that, you know, a lot of the people that I am drawn to, I am drawn to them because of who they are. They're, they're different and they're not afraid to be different. And then in life would probably be um, for right now where I am in my life and, and is probably, um, you know, it's important to put energy into yourself too. Great advice for both, both areas of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Being yourself and putting energy into yourself. That's so important. And you're doing both of those things. Um, for people who want to find you online, where can they find your Twitch? Um, I'm Gothic Unicorn on Twitch. So it's twitch.tv slash Gothic Unicorn. And that's like pretty much my handle for anything anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your name on, on Instagram, OnlyFans, everything, right? Yeah, I think with OnlyFans and with Twitter, it's got uh, 13 after it. So it would be Gothic Unicorn 13. But Perfect. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I've loved chatting with you. Um, I know we've, you know, we've had catch up sessions over Facebook Messenger, but having you interview for my podcast really means a lot to me. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for asking me. It's, it was super nice and super fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Last but not least, let's talk about barefooting. I'm in quarantine through February 7th due to having COVID symptoms and needing to get tested. Even though the test came out negative, they take that quarantine seriously here. Gotta flatten that curve and all. That being said, no barefoot adventures for me today. Let's jump into the barefoot news. 
Student at Kulgum's A1 Coaching Center in Kashmir Valley, India, were forced to stand barefoot in snow as punishment for not paying school fees. An image of the incident circulated on social media, and an unnamed parent contacted the police. The coaching center issued a written apology and said it won't happen again. The temperatures in the Kashmir Valley have been around minus 7 Celsius, which is like 19 Fahrenheit lately, so while the students weren't at risk of frostbite, they could have developed hypothermia quite easily. This kind of punishment was dangerous and inhumane. The school should never have done it. The Barefoot Country Music Festival wants to thank frontline workers for all they have done during the pandemic by giving away 500 free tickets to them. This music festival is scheduled for the 19th through 22nd of August in Wildwood, New Jersey. They will have over 40 country music artists, including Carrie Underwood, Dan and Shay, and the Zach Brown Band. You can nominate yourself or another frontline worker for a free ticket through February 2nd at the link in the show notes. Hopefully with vaccinations, the pandemic will be under control enough by then for the show to go on. I know one of my friends got her second dose of the vaccine today, so we're getting there. That's all for today's show. I'll be back tomorrow with another interview, this time with poet Lou Sterling Jr. Thanks so much for listening in. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to sierrathebarefootgirl at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sierra the Barefoot, on Facebook as Sierra the Barefoot Girl, on Twitter at Sierra Barefoot, and on TikTok at Sierra is Barefoot. All of my books are available on Amazon, and my comics are available on Instagram at World of Possums and Patreon.com slash Possum Pete. Thank you to Legion X for the intro and outro music. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Until next time, this has been Barefooting with Sierra.